Hi, everyone. This is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. So great to be back on this day, March 28th, 2022. There's no place like home, right? You think about the Wizard of Oz and Dorothy, how she went through this just wild, amazing travel, uh, meeting so many people, the Tin Man, the Lion, uh, the Scarecrow, just meeting everyone. And But there was no place, no place like home. And so I, I bring up that because that was the first thing that came to mind. And we were on spring break in California. My husband did the over 15-hour drive there. Kudos to him for uh, accomplishing over 30 hours of driving. So 15 hours, we split it up in half, uh, seven and a half, eight, um, roughly about half, and uh, made it in uh, California, stayed at the Hyatt House, very nice place. Um, I loved it because we were able to I was able to cook, you know, make popcorn, um, pan popcorn. I, of course, I didn't have my popcorn popper, so I did it the old-fashioned way and made some pan popcorn and fried some chicken, uh, french fries, turkey burgers, just the like. And I noticed when I got back, you guys, because I don't know how many you ladies or even men, that when you go out uh, on, on vacation, when you're on break, you come back with gaining five pounds or more. So it never failed. Every vacation, I would gain five pounds. And I noticed that this vacation, I did not gain five pounds. You know, I, I had wondered what my weight would be. And so to my surprise, it was well under five pounds. I, I may have gained maybe one or two or actually stayed at where I was. Uh, because when I last took my weight, I was around about the same. So my husband decided to take our kids to California to reward them for their progress. Uh, both our children made the principal's honor roll, the regular honor roll, and both of them achieved student of the month in the past, in the last two months. So it was great time, just great time, you guys. Um, so I don't know if you've been on your spring break or if you're planning on going on spring break, but if you're looking for a place where you can actually get the best of both worlds, you know, go out to eat occasionally and also cook where you live, have a home away from home, you might want to check out, you may want to check out the Hyatt house, the Hyatt. I encourage you guys to do that. So anyway, it's not a sales promotion. It's just that when you're grateful for something, you share the good news. And so last week I, I went ahead and I blogged just about, um, one of my mother's life principal, my husband and I was ta were talking about um, just life experiences and how one of the things that she shared with us, her children, was that you can't change grown folks. Often we want people to be who we want them to be, say it, do it, speak it, you know, whatever. And um, we get frustrated because we have all these expectations about human beings. And although we are um, complex, emotional, physical, hormones, electrolytes, all that other stuff that intertwine and work together to make us who we are, we cannot um, hold people in bondage to our prescribed way of being. That free people tend to free others. 
And so if you feel like you're free and you want to be free and you want to enjoy your life, you want the same for others. And even though at times you may not be happy about their decision or what they say, knowing that all of us are going through a journey, we're, we're traveling along Earth's journey and we're um, in whatever state we are, we're doing the best we can. And I say that not just out of just speaking it, but actually living it. You know, I've experienced like I said, multiple times, different things in, throughout my life, including early childhood when I was introduced to pain. And I, you know, of course, it's 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 easy to get angry and resentful and bitter. But, you know, honestly, you start thinking about your life. I started thinking about my life and I was like, I don't want to live that way. I don't want to be angry and bitter. And one of the things, like I said, my my soul, my soil was so fertile for my mother's words of wisdom, for her principles, her life lessons, that I took that and and created my foundation, my moral foundation off of that, that you cannot change gr grown people. And although I've had times that, you know, of course I wanted to change people, when you really realize that, that people have a right to be who they are, you know, and you are the one that set the example, there is a peace that comes, there is a peace that surpasses understanding. When you allow people within reason, to be who they are. When I say within reason, if somebody is misusing you, abusing you physically, you know, there is still a choice to be there with them or you can leave. So when I say within reason, I, I'm literally saying just because somebody is treating you a certain way, doesn't mean, okay, I'm going to accept how he treat me. I, I share with you, my mother left my father after so many years of being abused by him physically, mentally, spiritually, you know, socially um, isolated that she chose to leave. So I am going to talk about another one of my mother's life principle here today. And that is know your place and get at it. And often the, um, I'll, I'll just share when I was a child after experiencing pain, I um, heard of my mother's plight to be a nurse, to become a nurse. And, and my father was not supportive in, in many ways of her desire to become a nurse. And so uh, when I heard of my mother's um, struggle, I took that on because I said to myself, I remember when I was maybe 10 or 11, somewhere up in there after I experienced, um, uh, an, an, after I experienced something as a child that um, he may have stopped you, but he will not stop me. Th those are my exact words. And my mother, you know, she was just like, she really didn't say much at that time. She, she said, whatever you want to do, you do. And so I set my navigation to nursing. You know, I had a goal because after my childhood um, experience with pain, my experience with pain, um, I, I was wondering what it is, what was I going to do when I got older? Was I going to be a, a secretary, a teacher? Those kind of went and, um, and left. Because I, you know, after something like um, childhood sexual abuse, um, there is a, a, um, a sense of purpose, a sense of life and meaning that I believe the, the safety net, you feel like you have holes in it. You feel like you're not sure which way to go, you know, and, it, and you feel like, oh, gosh, I better get something quick or I could be going down the wrong road. And so nursing became, uh, for many years, a detour for me, but in actuality, it became uh, life for me, um, helping me to build upon more of my moral um, foundation, um, learning of words of um, 
the young, old, growing old gracefully and resiliency, um, a lot of that. And so although nursing was, um, was something that really fostered hope, um, childhood dreams, desires were lived out, the traveling around the in different places, beautiful places, meeting my college um, sweetheart, who is now my husband, having two wonderful spirits that, that we are guardians over um, a boy and a girl, which I desired at a, at a very young age. And um, just being in our beautiful home here in Oregon, just a lot of things happen um, via nursing. And so it, it again, it, it was a path that really helped me to increase self-awareness, um, spiritual awareness, spirituality. Again, my, my journey has not been about religion because I saw religion. It was more about a seeker of truth. I wanted to know the truth. And I believe in all faiths, there are, there are some truths to it that we cannot put God, our divinity in a box. And so, um, but one of the things that I, I've noticed is that, you know, I've never been at home with nursing. Though it's been good to me, I never felt like it was me. And there were things that happened throughout my life where seeing my mother um, write, ask for a, a, a piece of paper and a, an ink pen or pencil. And she just, on this white piece of paper, I saw just elegance dancing across the page um, as she wrote my name. And I remember hearing a, a nurse that turned into a writer. And those were periods of time where I felt like I woke up, like I was kind of looking out a cloudy window. And there was something in me that reacted to those experiences, to my mother writing, to hearing a nurse, being a writer, becoming a writer. You know, TV was always my, you know, people say people escape through TV. TV just pulled me in, movies and learning about uh, characters and, you know, Highway to Heaven, Cinderella, Snow White, you know, Disney, a lot of Disney movies, how they gave me hope that my experience, what I knew when I was young is that abuse was not it. There had to be more to life than what I experienced. And I desire to have true love and, and all of that. But knowing your place is about I believe within our childhood state, we know what it is that we're here to do. I believe we have signal signs that so many people just come, it's almost like they come out of their the, their mother's womb, womb and they just start playing the piano and singing and the voice that sounds like age old voices and the, the tapping of the keys, pressing of the keys that sound like so much soul and wisdom goes into that music. And I believe sometimes we get deterred as children through our experiences that we end up going on a different route. But I believe that all routes help bring us back to where we need to be if we allow that. Like I believe where I am in my life is a recircling back to home. And throughout the coronavirus, I have spent a lot of time just, just really um meditating and just spending time reflecting on things. And, and that's what meditation is. It's, it's reflecting on it. it was no specific, a lot of times, no specific poses, um, but just really sitting out in nature and really sitting in my room, my office, and just thinking about what is it that I want? Who am I? 
And I think when we ask ourselves those questions, we get the answers. And um, I know that nursing, I never said that I was a nurse in, in a way that it was my definition, my identity. I practice nursing. When someone called me a nurse, I said, well, I'm, I'm not really a nurse. I'm not a nurse nurse. I am a person first. And so when we, when we, if you are feeling like that you are struggling with whatever career that you're going through, that there's no place that you don't feel at home, maybe you're not at home. Maybe there is something that has been calling you for a long time. And through your um, experiences, including with pain, domestic violence, neglect, abuse, whatever it may be, bullying, that somehow you've deterred on a path that I hope will bring you back home, that you will take the time necessary to really ask the infinite wisdom of divinity, what, what am I here for? What is my purpose? How will I make the mark, my mark on this world? And I, I asked those questions in 2018. And before you know it, it was almost like our life got swept up in this massive wind world. And I say tornado that, you know, everything that I thought I was doing, health coach and yoga and going to school for yoga, got admitted to school, that all came to a, a standpoint when my husband accepted a job here in Oregon. And so instead of seeing as a place to reflect, I, I, I felt like my identity was just up in the air. And it was when I realized that it's up in the air for a reason. I needed the rest. Um, and so often when we take the rest that we need, we really take the time to really think about who we are and what we are here to do. And when I asked in 2018, what am I here to do? I heard writing. And so over the years, I've, I've written down documents and, and I thought I was writing books and, you know, writing screenplays and uh, uh, I thought I was writing fiction books. I'm writing screenplays. And I thought, I, you know, I was I have these memoirs I've, I've been dabbling on throughout the year. You know, every every time I, I come up for air <laughs> during our busy lifestyle in the city and I would write something. And so coronavirus has not. If anything, coronavirus has helped me, this pandemic has helped me to really find out who I am. And my mother said it one day, she said, coronavirus happened so people can know who they are. They can find out who they truly are. And for me, I believe that. I That that is so, so true to my heart. I believe it and I believe that for everyone. And, and I believe that we are all here for a purpose. And that we have things that we enjoy so much, whether it's art, whether it's um, dancing, singing. And I believe those are our gifts, you know, along with our talents, along with our experiences, we utilize those gifts to serve the world, to make the world a better place, to help others realize that their life has purpose. They are here for reasons um, and that we don't have to slave you know, every day and rush, rush, rush. I've been a part of that, just rushing everywhere, rush, do this, do that, that nature is not about rushing. If we look out at nature, nature is about peace and calmness and allowing the storms to come and go and to clean up and to provide new insight and wisdom and understanding that many of our answers are in nature. Many of our answers that everything has a divine purpose. And if we take the time to really think about and to really question why we are here, 
What are we here to do? Because when we talk about create a generational love cycle, we become what we were designed to be. And when we do that, we're not passing on our dreams to our children, hurting them or making them or forcing them to be something that they're not. But because we are free to be who we are, who God created us to be, we are free to allow our children to do the same, to allow our, our ch- allow our children to do the same, that they can too, that they will realize that they are here for a purpose. And that when we do that, we are really, you know, showing them love and that we, that's a legacy that I want to leave for my children. You know, I'm not forcing them to be something, to, to do something that I didn't get to live. If anything, yes, I want to give them what I didn't have and then some, but I also too want them to be who they are. And I, and that's just growth. That's just, you know, where I continue to grow to, 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 to pray about and to ponder, what can I do to help our children? You know, what, what am I doing right now? And I think it's just staying conscious and beyond conscious of our um, role as parents and um, to make sure that we are allowing our children that space to get to know themselves, to search for their reason, you know, whether we call it God or infinite intelligence, intelligence or whatever name we give this divine divinity, this power that's in the earth that continues to, to let, you know, the planets rotate around the sun and just oceans, dividing oceans and land, whatever we give this power, that we are from this power, whatever you name it. And everything has a purpose. So I hope that this has been helpful to you um, as well as it has been for me and really thinking about, you know, using time to really understand ourselves and really understand what are we here for? And uh, if there is turmoil in our life to take the time, it doesn't have to be hours, but it could just be minutes to really sit down and ask the question, what am I here for? How will I make my mark on the world? Why did you create me? All right, you guys, Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. I hope that you will make this lifetime great, still make it great because you can, no matter what you have been through. I feel that way. And I'm not here to minimize anything that you've been through. What I'm here is to maximize your strength, is to maximize your power, maximize your power to maximize your resiliency, to move forward with your life, to become your highest self, to become your divine purpose, and to leave a legacy that is worth fighting for. 